question. What's it going to be? Is it going to be here in this life or the next life? I'm going to say it again. Every me, that includes me and you, and every tongue, every language is going to confess the word is hamalajel, which means say the same thing about Jesus. Who is this Jesus? I'm not going to go into that right now. But every tongue is going to confess of things in heaven. That means the angels, the angelic host, things on earth that includes you and me, and things under the earth that includes the demons and all their entourage. They're going to be forced, if I can use that word, to know that, to acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. Can I get another amen? I only have three, four, three verses this morning from Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. But the word of God is so rich that someone was asking me this morning, what is your theme this morning? I said to that person, and I don't remember who it is, what is my theme this morning on just three verses? The word of God is so rich that I have 30 plus slides to present to you. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. Saturated. Not talking about myself talking about you and me, saturated with the Word of God. The Bible says the unsearchable, unfathomable riches of Christ. Being filled with the knowledge of his will. Say it again, brother. Being filled with the knowledge of his will. Amen. In case you didn't hear it, I want you to say that one more time, brother. Being filled with can I get a witness? I need to slow down because I can feel myself speeding up and I don't want to miss anything. So without further ado, I see it on the screen. A seeming what's the use attitude compared to seeing wisely through a what's the use attitude. Let me say it again. A seeming. What's the use attitude compared to seeing wisely through a what's the use attitude? These thoughts are not my own. But I have some insights from the Word of God regarding Ecclesiastes chapter 14 through 17. Number two, the seeming injustice of it all. So why should we just not eat, drink, and be merry? Why should you? If this life is this, if this is all there is to it, there is a futility which is done on the earth. Notice that word, on the earth. That is, there are righteous men to whom it happens according to the deeds of the wicked, on the other hand, there are evil men to whom it happens according to the deeds of the righteous. I say that this, too, is futility, vain, without purpose. 
So I commended pleasure. This is Solomon talking. The man who asked God for wisdom. I don't know what the word is. So I commended my pleasure. For there's nothing good for a man under the sun. Notice that again. Except to eat and drink and to be merry. And this will stand by him in his toils throughout the days of his life, which God has given under the sun. I'm going to say something right now. Perhaps it's an insight. I hope it is. God has given you and me a certain number of days. Can I get a witness? And you're not going to surpass it. And I'm not going to surpass it. It is appointed unto man once to die. And after this, the judgment. I'm going to leave that alone and get back to this verse. And this will stand by him in his toils throughout the days of his life, which God has given him under the sun. Well, Solomon, you're talking about will stand by him in his toils throughout the days of his life. Solomon, brothers and sisters, who's going to stand by you throughout eternity? Not only do you need somebody to stand by you in this life, you need somebody to stand by you throughout eternity. Can I get an amen? amen? Matter of fact, Solomon, in Psalm 23, this is what you had to say. The Lord is my shepherd. How many are familiar with the song? Raise your hand. I shall not want. No, I'm not going to read the whole song. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leaves me beside old still waters. He restores my soul. He leaves me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Even though, now this is the next life. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I would fear no evil, for you are with me. Can I get an amen? amen? Who is going to be with you when you face eternity? Only you can answer that question. And yet, Solomon, you say here, will stand by him in his toils throughout the days of his life, his life here on earth. Before I forget, if you know Jesus, I don't mean a head knowledge. So some of you, and I don't know who I'm talking to, so I'm not picking on you. Some of you know about Jesus, but you don't know him. Because if you know him, he has these verses for you. These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know. Can you say no? Yeah. 
I'm going to ask you again, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Have you had an personal encounter with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? If you have, you know where you're going to spend eternity. Yes, you might fall. Yes, you might fall into some type of sinful thing. But God, through the Holy Spirit, will bring you out and you're his child. People consume alcohol. This can go along with what Solomon says on earth. Take street drugs, turn to food, have illicit sex, and mindlessly repeat mantras, and escape in cabins, boats, and motorhomes to reduce their anxiety. One lady said, whenever I feel anxious, I go on a shopping spree. More prescription drugs are dispensed for the temporary cure of anxiety for any other reason. But when the temporary cure wears off, we have to return to the same world with the added problem of the negative consequences of the escape mechanism. The real healer, can you say the real healer? The real healer. Thank you. The real healer has invited us to cast all our anxieties on him because he cares for us. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxieties, Solomon, on him because he cares for you. Let me slow down. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. Turning to God in prayer, demonstrate your reliance on him. We suggest a prayer. No, I'm not going to go into a prayer. you got a prayer on your own. Can I get an amen? If you got the Holy Spirit, you have a prayer. And if you're a lost sinner... He invites you through prayer to come to him. When I gave my heart to know wisdom and to seek, this is number three, the task which has been done on the earth. He keeps on saying that, on the earth. Even though one should never sleep day or night. I know I'm going to get ahead of myself, so I might as well say it now in case I don't have time. Wouldn't it be wonderful then when we as Christians, that's right, when we as Christians, we can't sleep until we confess it to God. When I gave my heart to know wisdom and to seek the task which has been done on the earth, even though one should never sleep day or night. And I saw every work of God. I concluded that man cannot discover the work which God has been done under the sun. I, I didn't say that right. And I saw every work of God. I concluded that man cannot discover the work which has been done under the sun. Even though man should seek laboriously, he will not discover. And though wise men should say, I know, I'm going to repeat that, I know, he cannot discover, number four. Now back to our opening verse. 
I'm going to say this again. The word of God is so rich. I don't care how many times you go over it. There's always something new to discover. And if you're willing, if you have an able mind, if you're just willing to get into the word of God, he will show you things personally that he hasn't shown anybody else just for you. And it will be within the confines of his written word. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. I'm not getting many amens. That's all right. I'm going to preach the word according to the gospel. I'm not going to hold back because souls are at stake. You're either lost or you're saved. You're going to hell or you're going to heaven. Say it, Tom. It's in the, go ahead. You hear what he said? How shall you escape? You hear the word of God and you block it out. How are you going to escape the judgment of God? I'm not trying to be your horse. I'm just trying to be real. Keep you out of hell. And have you to love the Lord Jesus Christ and live for him. Can I get a witness? How about it? Stop living for yourself under the sun. How about living for the king of kings and the lord of lords? And let him show you the way. There is a futility which is done under the sun. That is, there are righteous men to whom it happens according to the deeds of the wicked. Lord, what are you doing? It seems like the wicked are prospering and those who try to do your will, they're under the gun. They got all these things going on. Why? I'll explain that later. On the other hand, there are evil men to whom it happens according to the deeds of the righteous. I say that this is in vain or futility, number five. Here's another translation of our opening verse. There's another vanity which is done on earth. I know I have an underline that there be just men to whom it happens according to the conduct of the wicked. And there be wicked men to whom it happens according to the conduct of the righteous. I said this also is vain or futile or futility. Number six, God's concern for human justice. Thus saith the Lord. I want you to see that's in capital letters. I got something to say about that. Preserve justice and do righteousness for my salvation is about to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Today, this morning, Brother Kratzer had a song, Praise Adonai. Well, here it is again. Thus saith Adonai. I want you to see something. I'm going to open your eyes if you're willing to have them open like mine. Can I get a witness? What are you talking about, Brother Bruce? Thus saith Adonai. Did you know that's in the plural? What are you getting to? I'll tell you what I'm getting to. Thus saith the Lord's Adonai, Lord's. What's that take me back to, Brother Bruce? Let us make man in our image. 
Preserve justice. Do righteousness for my salvation. Yeshua. Say Yeshua. I'm going to reflect on that, I hope, about to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Where did I get that from? You see it at the bottom. Holy Scriptures, Tree of Life Version. The Lord condemns the neglect of the justice. If I have despised the claim of my male or female slaves, let me slow down. I need Margie here. She has to shut my mouth up. (laughs) If I have despised the claim of my male or female slave when they filed a complaint against me, what then could I do when God arises and when he calls me to account? Say, calls me to account. I know I'm repeating myself. Someday, the God Almighty, the Adonai, is going to call you and me. I'm not trying to put you down. He's going to call you and me into account. And one of the questions he's going to ask is, what did you do with my son? And this is not in the verse, but I'm going to say it anyhow. For God so loved the world. You know that verse, raise your hand. That he gave his only son. That whosoever believes in him. Some of you here, you've been hearing about Jesus for a long time. And all you keep saying to him is, not today. That's going to run out. Can I get a witness? God's not going to put up with our foolishness forever. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And when he calls me into account, what will I answer him? What are you going to do? Are you going to say, I never heard it? I never heard about Jesus. I never heard his call beckoning me. You never, no, no excuse. Number eight. But Job knew. Job knew that someday he was going to have to give an account to Almighty God to those who were under his authority. The same is true for you and me. What's going, I don't know, this is a misprint. Anyhow, we're going to give an account how we treated those who were under our authority. Are you a boss? Are you a parent? Someday you're going to give an account. Can I get an amen? Are you a servant? I don't know. Injustices continue. How does this fit in with Solomon? He was talking about the injustices that the righteous get as compared with those who don't know God. That's what he was doing. So this fits right into it, I hope. And justice is condemned. Cursed is he who distorts the justice due to an alien, orphan, and widow. And all the people shall say, what's it say? Can I get an amen? Amen. Let me put it this way before I go on. You think you're mistreating people. And I'm going to put it in modern terms. What comes around goes around. You're not getting away with mistreating people. 
God's going to call you into account. Whether you're a Christian or non-Christian, he's going to call you into account. Honor your father and your mother. How about the kids? I don't know if there's any children here or not. That your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. I don't have to even talk about that. Honor your father and your mother. We're in deep trouble, husbands. Why? This is another thing you do. You cover the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping and with groaning, because he no longer regards the offering or accepts it with favor from your hand. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has been a witness between you and, and the wife of your youth. against whom you have dealt treacherously, though she is your companion and your wife by covenant. You join hands with the lady in marriage, and now you just treat her any old way. Shame on us. Can I get an amen? I have plenty to say about that, but I think I better keep moving. Again, God's concern for human justice. This is what the Lord, Adonai, you can see it there, plural says, maintain justice and do what is right for my salvation. Yeshua is close. He's near at hand, and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Brother Bruce, you keep on talking about Adonai, and you keep on talking about salvation. Or Yeshua, let me go on. Number 13. Adonai is in the plural. You keep on talking about that too. Why do you keep talking about that, brother? Because God is a triune being. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, which one dwells in the life of the believer? All three. I can't name them all. I mean, I can't name all the verses, but I'll just give you one. Colossians 1.27, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Thus saith Adonai, preserve justice, for my salvation is about to come. If you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, not only is he about to come, he has come. Well, where is he at right now? He's in the heart of every born-again believer. Fourteen. Let's translate Isaiah 56.1. Thus saith Adonai, preserve justice, do righteousness. Let me stop right there. This is this is a this is a add-on. If you are a Christian, God expects you and I to grow up. Can I get a witness? We are not to live a sinful lifestyle because God has delivered you. How shall we who have died to sin, 
live in sin any longer. 15. No, stay on 14. I got to explain this. The word Adonai is in the plural. That's where you're going to get an education here. Can I get a witness? We're just not going to preach the gospel. We're going to give you an education. So you know how to defend the word of God. And stop letting all these cults and isms jump down anything down your throat. And you have nothing to say. Jesus was a great teacher. Jesus was divine. Jesus was the eternal son of God. Which one of those is right? The last one's right. He's the eternal son of God. He was not created. And he is the one who died for your sins. And here you sit all pompous because you did something good. You think I can earn you in heaven? That's great. But by grace are you saved through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works. Lest any man should boast. You'll never boast about how good you are. God saved you by his grace. Stop telling God how good you are, because you're no good without him. But with him, you're everything. That word salvation is the Greek word for Jesus. Did you know that? Let me turn back. You don't have to turn back to what's the name, unless you want to. Number 13. Thus saith the Lord, not a Lord. Jesus Christ is not a God. He is God. For my salvation, my Yeshua, Jesus. Brother Bruce, you keep on emphasizing Jesus. You keep on emphasizing him. Why? He is our salvation. Salvation is not only a thing, it's a person. And more than that, it's a personal relationship with Yeshua. That's a Jewish name for Jesus. Number 15. What ran in the blood, what ran in the veins of Jesus? Well, here, here's an inference. Say blood. blood. For the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling those who have been defiled, sanctified for the cleansing of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, say eternal spirit. I'm tired of people trying to tell me that the Holy Spirit is an it. It's a force. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the triune God. And he's eternal, just as the Father and the Son. Offered himself. Say offered himself. Jesus Christ offered himself. And you and for you and I... 
to say no to the Son of God is more than an insult. Who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God. Say without blemish. Do you know the Old Testament sacrifices couldn't have one blemish on them? Did you know that? Did you know the priest had to make sure everything was right with him before he went into the Holy of Holies or they had to drag him out? Jesus Christ is a spotless lamb of God. Well, how did you get from Solomon to the blood? Well, this all tied in. I can't tell you how. Number 16. Again, my salvation, Yeshua. If you don't get anything else, I certainly have invented in our blind minds that Jesus Christ is Yeshua. Isaiah 56, 1. Thus saith the Lord, preserve justice and do righteousness for my Jesus is about to come. If you're a sinner, Jesus is coming. Can I get witness? How's he coming? He's coming back physically. He's coming back. Don't you let any false prophet tell you that Jesus Christ is coming back. Well, he's coming back spiritually, but he's coming back in bodily form. And I'm going to get back to that verse I said. Every knee is going to bow of things in heaven, and now I'm not going to put up a big, big exclamation, and things on earth, and things on the earth, and every tongue is going to acknowledge Jesus as Lord. And that word L-O-R-D is in capital letters. It means he's Yahweh. He's God. He's Yahweh the Son. Well, I finally get to move on. I told you the word of God is rich. Can I get a witness? There is fertility which is done under the sun. That is, there are righteous men to whom it happens according to the deeds of the wicked. On the other hand, there are evil men to whom it happens according to the deeds of the righteous. I say that this too is fertility. Wise and good men have of old been perplexed with this difficulty. Why is it, Lord? Why is it? The righteous are suffering, and the wicked keep on prospering. Why is that so? At least Solomon had enough sense to recognize that. Let me, have, let me give you another question. Do you have enough sense to recognize Jesus? Or are you still in the dark? You believe in Buddha and anyone, and all roads lead to God. That's not true. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the light. And no one comes to the Father except through me. But what you say is that foolishness. I say, you're on the wrong road. And anyone who's a believer can tell you that Jesus is the way, and he is the life. He gives eternal life. Not only is he is life, he gives eternal life. Wise and good men have of old been perplexed with this difficulty, how the prosperity of the wicked and the troubles of the righteous can be recognized with the holiness and goodness of the God that governs the world. Concerning this, Solomon here gives us his advice. 
number 18. Not only is it inexplicable that word music can't understand it, that the wicked appear to escape judgment. Let me stop right there. Escape judgment. Say escape judgment. Here we go. Be sure, I'm talking to you Christians and the lost. Be sure, I'm going to make it personal. Our sins will find you out. You think you're getting away with it, but God sees it. When you go into the bathroom, I don't know who I'm talking to, and defile the bathroom with some some inordinate things, let me put it that way. Nobody else sees it, but God sees it. You think you're getting away with it, but God sees it. Since the mystery cannot be completely resolved, one should not become obsessed. Say obsessed. What are you obsessed with? Smoking? Are you okay? Drinking? Partying? Look at filthy magazines. What are you, wine, liquor? What are you obsessed with? You just can't stop if you wanted to. Let me put it this way. Why don't you try to get obsessed with Jesus? Why not? Why not give him a try? Nineteen. Don't be surprised. He would not have us to be surprised at at it. There's nothing new. I'm not surprised. I read read something. I'm not even going to tell you about it. It was so horrific. I saw it on my cell phone. It was so horrific about a mother and a son. I won't even repeat it. I'm not surprised because that's where the world is going. Some of you probably know what I'm talking about. But it was a terrible thing that the mother did to the son. Terrible. You know what? He just gave me a figurative thing. It's so good to have somebody to pick you up once in a while. Can I get a witness? You think you're a lone star Christian. You can't do this thing alone. You need somebody to pick you up just like he picked me up. I'm not going to go to church anymore. I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, we all need each other. The body of Christ. We need each other. I need for you to pray for me. Because after this sermon, don't you think, and after you do something for the Lord, don't you think that the devil's going to check you out? Can I get a witness? He's going to see if you're authentic or not, or if you're just making it up for your showmanship. He sold the just men to whom it happened according to the work of the wicked, who notwithstanding their righteousness suffered very hard things. If you're suffering now, Christians, your reward is coming. I don't know how many of you knew about rewards, and I'm not going to try to go over them. But God has a God has a special, if I can call it a special reward for those who are faithful. Number 20, he saw wicked men to whom it happened according to the work of the righteous. I'm not going to go over that again. I've been over it three or four times. 21, 
He would have us to take occasion not to charge God with iniquity, but to charge the world with vanity. It's not God's fault because the world is like it is. He lets it go on, but he has an end. I beg your pardon, brothers and sisters. He has an end to all this misery. And it's described in Revelation, a new heaven and a new earth. Let me ask you a, a punctual question. Do you know whether you're going to be in the new heaven or the new earth? Do you know? Are you for sure? If you base it on something that you've done, you couldn't possibly be sure. But because even as Christians, we have sin in our life. Can I get an amen? There is, I better be careful. We have sin in our life, which we need to confess. 22. I better go. Don't turn back. Don't turn back. I'm going to read the last sentence of 21. This is also vanity, that it is a certain evidence that the things of this world are not the best things. They're not the best. I'm going to say it again. I don't know who I'm, I'm just going to talk plain. The world cannot satisfy you. And it wasn't meant to satisfy in, in the state that it's in. It can. But who can satisfy you? His name, somebody said it. Say it again, brother. Jesus. His name is Jesus. You keep emphasizing Jesus. That's okay. I want to emphasize his name from here on into eternity. And for you who don't know this verse, and for those who do, forgive me. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God face to face. Before this world began, the Father and the Son had a face-to-face relationship. And the Word was God. The Word was not just divine. The Word was not just a God unless you take God as deity. The Word was God. And I'm going to say it again, and I don't know why I'm saying it. That's the person who died for your sins and mine and took your total penalty for your sin upon himself. 23. He would not have us to fret and fume and perplex ourselves about it or make ourselves uneasy, but cheerfully to enjoy what God has given us in the world. I'm not asking you to respond, but I hope you will. Has God given you some things to enjoy? Raise your hand. Of course he has. He's given you some things to enjoy. He says, in spite of what the world is doing, enjoy freely and morally what God has given you. Enjoy it while you can. To be content with it and make the best of it. Make the best of what God has given you. I'm going to say this, and this is not in my note. The best is yet to come. In conclusion, Solomon is not promoting a self-indulgent lifestyle. Since this life is what it is, I might as well just eat, drink, and be married, and do everything I can because it's all over when it's over. 
I must indulge myself. I just might as well go to the extreme. Nor is he adopting a what's the use attitude. What's the use? When I'm dead, I'm dead. I don't want to reflect on this too much. What does it profit a man? If you gain the whole world with billions and billions of dollars and lose your soul. Because someday you and I are going to spend eternity somewhere. Can I get a witness? Don't you let any false prophets, that's in chapter 9 of this, and we'll talk about that when we get there. But in, in this, in chapter 9, it says the dead know nothing. That's Solomon's view under the sun. The Bible reveals, I'm going to say it again, don't fear him who can destroy the body, but fear him who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Can I get a witness? And I'm going to be jealous for Jesus. Don't you know when Jesus died on that cross, he experienced hell in your behalf. He suffered the wrath of God. And he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Forsaken of his father for you and me. And here you are saying, not today, Lord. How foolish. Number 25, since the righteous man cannot assume that he will automatically experience temporal prosperity, Lord, I'm living for you. So I know you're going to give me you just that doesn't happen that way. Just because you're righteous doesn't mean everything's going to fall into place for you. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Your reward is future. He might give you a taste of it now, but your reward is future. Twenty-six. Do the righteous and the wicked escape justice in the next life? Oh, I don't believe in the next life. I guess I'm going to be sarcastic. When you leave this life, you will. One second after death, you'll be ushered into the presence of Almighty God with Jesus. I don't even want to say the other thing. Daniel 12, 2. Many of those who sleep in the dust on the ground will awake. Say awake. When are you going to wake up? When are you going to realize you're a sinner and you need to repent? When? Well, when I stop doing this, you can't wait till you stop doing anything. Do it now. Many of those who sleep in the dust, sleep, another word for death, of the ground will wake those to everlasting life. And look at the next part, but the others to disgrace and everlasting conduct. Does it say, does that sound like you, does that sound like you're done? 
but the others to disgrace and everlasting con- Does that sound like you're lost? You're lost to the point you're conscious? Oh, God, I did everything I wanted to do, and now I'm just going to die. You'll never be able to tell God that. He's a just God. Thessalonians, you see the verses, dealing out retribution. Say retribution. Does that sound like does that sound like everybody's getting the same thing? Dealing out retribution to those who don't know God. Do you know him? And to those who do not obey. If you're a Christian, I don't mean you fully obey, but you have the desire to obey. Can I get a witness? God plants in every Christian the desire to obey his word. He plants it in you. And if you're living a sinful lifestyle, you got the Holy Spirit still there, but you're suppressing him. And the Bible says in Ephesians 4, I don't know what verse, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Don't grieve him. Let him have his way. Ephesians 4.30. Now you got something else to remember. Besides Adonai, now you got Ephesians 4.30. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction. And I'm going to say this from my reading. The word destruction does never mean annihilation. It doesn't mean annihilation. Like a car is destroyed. That car is still there. Can I get a witness? It's still, if it runs into a pole, it's still, it's destroyed, but it's still there. It's thus says, and that's your soul. 27. Let's get back to Solomon's outlook. Then I commend joy, a holy security and serenity of mind arising from confidence in God. And his power, providence, what's providence? Things in your favor. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a Christian, I'm going to say it again. I know I said, said it before. Things are not always in your favor. You might as well get used to it. Why? Because God is trying to make you, conform you to the image of his dear son. And he's got to peel off this. He's got to peel off that. And he does it all to conform you to his son. God, why all this trouble? Conform to the Son. MH, that stands for Matthew Henry. This is all the fruit he has for himself of the pains that he takes in the business of the world. Okay, you can have some good time, but you better be mindful of one thing if you're lost. Now I'm going to say for Christians, for the fruit of the Holy Spirit, say fruit. And you notice the words are not fruits, fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness. I probably don't. I know the first one, love. Well, how can you put up with that brother and sister? Because they are my brother and sister. If I don't watch it, I'll be in the same condition and I'll need their help. You think you're so perfect? You better take a look in the mirror. Let him, and let him not deny himself that out of a peevish discontent because the world does not go as he would. I'm watching the clock, Pastor. 
29. Our present life is a life under the sun, but we look for the life of the world to come, which will commence and continue when the sun shall be turned into darkness and shine no more. This present life must be reckoned by days. This life is this life is given us, and the days of it are allotted to us by the counsel of God. And therefore, while it does last, we must accommodate ourselves to the will of God and to study to answer the, and to the ends of, of life. I'm going to just repeat the first verse. Our present life is a life under the sun, but we look for the life of the world to come. 30. He would not have us undertake to give a reason for that what God does for his ways in for his ways is in the sea and his path in the great waters past finding out and therefore we must be contentedly and piously ignorant of the meaning of God's proceedings in the government of the world. God's going to do whatever he sovereignly wants to. What do you mean by that, Brother Bruce? I know things are bad. They're looking mighty bad. Can I get an amen? But I want to tell you one thing. They're all leading up to the consummation for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God knows what's going to happen. God knows everything from the beginning and the end. And I can't explain it. I wouldn't have even attempt to. Studying the reason or the prosperity of the wicked. I'm not going to go there. We've already tackled it. 32. I already tackled this one. I couldn't sleep at all last night. How about it? How about it, Brother Bruce? That's right. I'm not picking on you. Lord, I sinned. I looked at some, I didn't do this, but I'm just going to pick it out. I looked at some dirty magazines. I don't want you to think I did that. No, I didn't. But whatever it is, Lord, my eyes caught this almost unclad lady on TV, and I began to lust. I know I didn't do that one either, but I'm still guilty of sin. And so are you. And you, you and I need to be cleansed. And I got one blood only. And he's not on a cell phone. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And Acts tells me 2028, 20, it was the blood of God that paid for my sin. Some of you right now are ignoring the message. I hate to say it. Keep on ignoring it. One day you're going to stand before God. He's going to ask her, Brother Bruce was preaching the gospel, and all you did was look at a cell phone. And all you did was on the line with somebody else. Can I get a witness? Let's call, let's call P's and Q's. Let's get right with God. Can I get an amen? Some of us need a real strong waking up. Because you're, I, I'm, I'm not picking on you. You're dead in trespasses and sins. And you don't know you're on the way to eternal hell. And furthermore, you don't even care. What a pity to wake up in hell and you heard the gospel. 
What gospel? I got a man. I got a man, the God-man, who had thorns pressed down on his head. I got I got a man who had nine-inch nails put into his hands. I got a man who had one nail on his feet, and he died. For you and me, can I get a witness? But at the end, he triumphed. Oh, death, where's your sting? Oh, grave, where's your victory? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's end this on a good note. Christian, I'm talking to you. If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son. You get that? He didn't spare his own son, but delivered him over for us. What's that last word? All. How would he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. What are you you talking about justified? The word justified means declared righteous. Did you know you're justified by trusting in Jesus? Can I get an amen? He declares you righteous. There is such a thing as working into righteousness. I'm not trying, because we have a human responsibility. But you have God justified. He declares you righteous because you trusted in his son. Can I get an amen? Can I get a clap? Come on. Christ Jesus who died, yes, rather, who was raised, who was at the right hand of God. Where is the Son of God? At the right hand of God. What's he doing, Brother Bruce? He's interceding for you and me. That's what it says. Who also intercedes for us? Who will separate us from the love of God? Christian, don't get the wrong opinion. That's the wrong word. Get the right opinion. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Does that mean you can keep on sinning? If you feel that way, you better go back and check yourself. Because someone loves you doesn't mean you can take advantage of them. Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword just send his written for your sake? We are being put to death all day long. We are considered a sheep to be slaughtered. But in all things, we are more than conquerors. I know it says overwhelmingly conquerors, and I'm going to put it. You know what? I'm stopping. Let's give the Lord a hand. Let's give it.